Welcome to Music for Teens, the podcast where we discuss secondary general music strategies and how to tailor our instruction for teenagers. I'm Leslie Schultz, your host, and thank you for joining me today. Welcome to my grand experiment. This is Music for Teens, and this is episode one. I'm your host and creator, Leslie Schultz. And again, I want to welcome you to this grand experiment. In today's episode, I will discuss my background as a music educator and why I started this podcast. I will also share about classes I have taught and I am currently teaching to give you just a little bit more about my background. We will then discuss what is happening in music education today, that is creating what I feel is a gap of knowledge about how to teach secondary level general music classes in our schools. I am Leslie Schultz. This is my 17th year in education. I have my bachelor's in music education from West Virginia University. I have my master's in music education from Ohio University. I'm currently teaching in Ohio in the United States of America. I have over 10 years of experience in teaching secondary general music, and I have developed and modified curriculum for more than three classes during my uh, almost 17 years in music education. I started this podcast because I see a great need for secondary general music strategies, both in class development and curriculum, and in best practice strategies. Most music education preparation programs do not offer enough preparation for secondary general music classes. These classes at the secondary level are becoming more and more requested and available to, due to many societal and socioeconomic factors. And I hope to discuss more of those factors in future podcasts. I am aiming with this podcast to fill a gap for both new and experienced educators because I firmly believe that if we are to make it in music education in today's world. We need to share what we feel works and give each other ideas that we can take to our own classrooms and make ourselves the best teachers that we possibly can be. So a little bit more about my background. I am a viola player, so of course I have taught all levels of orchestras from beginners to the most advanced groups during my 16 plus years in education. I also help out with our marching band uh, where I am currently teaching. I have taught traditional ORF based general music classes and that was late elementary level, fifth, sixth grade. I have taught the Yamaha MIE keyboard curriculum and again that's sixth through eighth grades. I have taught music and society classes, which was basically kind of like a music history course, and that was at the high school level. I have taught piano classes, both semester-based and year-long based at the high school level. 
I have taught guitar and ukulele units uh, anywhere from six to nine weeks long, depending on whether we were doing trimesters or whatever, at the middle school level. I have taught American music history units with ORF components. Again, that's at the middle school level. Again, anywhere from six to nine weeks, depending. World music units with ORF components, middle school level. Again, that is the six to nine week time frame. Music technology units at the middle school level. And again, six to nine weeks on those as well. This school year, I am currently teaching only high school classes as I have been for about the last three or so years. Where I teach, I teach at a 6 through 12 building. So at any point, I can have a middle school class. And I'm sorry if, if you hear my dog barking in the background. Macy likes to make herself known sometimes randomly, so I apologize if you hear her from time to time. So again, I'm teaching only high school classes these days. Uh, I am teaching semester guitar classes at the high school level, and then two different levels of music technology courses, which are heavily composition-based. And of the three curriculums I am currently teaching, I have developed all of those curriculums. I also uh, assist the high school orchestras where I am at, and again, as I mentioned earlier, I help out with the high school marching band as well. So, what are some current trends that are leading to me developing this podcast? General music classes are not just for the elementary levels. If we think about, you know, music education in this country, it's really been a tale of two sides. You have the elementary general music teacher that teaches, you know, K through five or six, something like that. You know, ORF-based, Dalcroze-based, that sort of thing. Lots of singing, you know, programs, those sorts of things. And then once you get into that secondary level, it's been mostly focused on the performing music ensemble. Your band, your orchestra, your choir. And a lot of times those teachers would travel to one or more schools, so they don't really have time in their schedules to teach, like a music history course for non-performance uh, students or guitar class, or something like that. Uh, more and more secondary music teachers are being told they have to teach at least one or two classes of non-performing music every day, even if their specialties are choral or instrumental. I firmly feel that training in music education programs leave much to be desired in training for the secondary general music classroom. How many classes did you really have on pedagogy in a secondary general music classroom when you were trained? I can tell you that about 20 years ago when I was at West Virginia University, I had zero. I was very lucky that at West Virginia, they made everybody take general music methods Although it was more elementary-based, I at least got some training in that. Um, was your program different? I would really like to know if your program was different, if you've had secondary general music methods or pedagogy or anything like that, or if you are in the vast majority of music teachers that have, if you're an instrumental or choral-based, that never had any courses on it. Some programs 
um, let their instrumental and choral music students graduate without taking a single class on technology or general music pedagogies of any level. I firmly feel that this gives pre-service teachers a huge disservice, and I hope that there will be eventually pre-service music educators listening to this podcast, because I firmly believe that I have lots to share on that area. All student teachers that come through where I teach, they're like, I want to know more about what you do, because I've had no classes on it, so I'm hoping to fill that gap for uh, pre-service and experienced educators. A lot of student, students in school districts, it's all coming down to uh, student load. How many students are you shuttling through your program in a day, a month, a semester, a year? I see a lot of stories on the various music teacher social media groups where mid-career teachers who have taught only band orchestra choir, they suddenly have a middle school or high school music elective on their schedule. And that could be due to many reasons. It could be somebody retired and they're splitting the schedule between all the teachers they have left because they chose not to rehire it. There could be a school consolidation or a school split. Those happen frequently. And we as educators need to be prepared for all the eventualities that may or may not happen with our schedules as you know school districts grow change population changes all of those things maybe you are in that situation where you know you're going to have a general music class for the first time ever and you are wondering what you should do well i hope this podcast and future episodes will give you some resources and tools for your toolkit More and more administrators are coming to teachers wanting students to be involved in music. And many students who are interested in music are not in performance ensembles. Maybe it's because they moved and they missed the boat on joining band orchestra choir. What do we do with the sizable amount of students at the secondary level that are not in your performing ensemble? We all know the statistics about how music improves test scores, graduation rates, college acceptance rates, all of those things. So music is a good thing. You want all the students you possibly can to go through a music class, whether it's performing or not performing. Administrators want music teachers at the secondary level to serve more than the top 10 to 20% of the school. How does that happen? That happens through these general music classes that don't have a performance component. More and more schools are becoming one-to-one with technology. Music teachers are feeling the pressure from administrators to use this technology in their classes. Now, I will also offer an episode at some point about tips on using one-to-one technology in a performing music classroom. There are many things you can do that mean that, you know, take care of different tasks in your performing ensemble. So I'm not going to be focusing entirely on general. I'm going to focus more on general technology stuff a little bit too. Education training programs are still catching up with the one-to-one trend, but some of us have some solid solutions right now on how to deal with this in our classrooms. 
Administrators have also said to many music educators, I know personally of at least five, and this is also partially my story. Here's a card of computers. Create yourself a class. We're going to put, you know, 25 students in this class, and you, you need to teach with the computer. What should you do in that situation? What can you do in that situation? How do you make it work with just the card computers? It can be done, and I hope to offer you solutions for that. So in conclusion today, you've heard how there is much to discuss in this constantly evolving area of music education. Secondary general music education is at the forefront of what's going on across the country right now. Do you have an idea for a future episode of Music for Teens? Please let me know. I'm always open to suggestions. I have lots to share even before I might get to some suggestions, but if it's a particularly hot topic, I will definitely try to do an episode on it. For the next episode, for those of you who are lucky enough to take a general music methods for elementary course in your teacher training, I'm going to uh, talk about the differences in teenage learners from elementary learners and why general music methods for the elementary learner, learner may not necessarily apply to the teenage learner. Thank you for listening. And again, please uh, join me for the next episode of Music for Teens. This has been Music for Teens. I'm Leslie Schultz, your host. Thank you for joining me today. See you next time. <laughs>